Welcome to week eight of NFL Game Picks. We got DJ, we got Chris, and of course, yeah. we got myself, Austin. Awesome. And uh, week seven is not fun for me. It's pretty fun <laughs> for... Not for Chris either. <laughs> no. So DJ, <laughs> no. DJ, DJ, we're just gonna so, <laughs> we're just gonna jump straight to DJ. DJ, tell us how was your week seven of watching NFL game picks? My week seven for me specifically, team team based, it was kind of nerve wracking because, as I said to you guys earlier off air, you never know what you're gonna get out of Jameis Winston. And hearing that prior to him getting to my team, I was like, oh man, what? They're just over exaggerating. Bucks fans don't know what they're talking about. Little did I know, oh my gosh, how true they were. But aside from that, the biggest surprise for me for week seven was how the Bengals handled the Ravens from start to finish. I watched that game, you guys, and when I tell you they literally manhandled them from start, I won't say manhandled, but they had control of the game from start to finish, and they just took over in the third quarter. I was shocked. I wasn't shocked. I took the Bengals. Yeah. I don't I don't know about manhandling them, but uh, I thought they would win for sure. Um, another one that I was pretty shocked about, although they were playing the Jets, but the Patriots hung fifty four points on the Jets. I think that's the most points I've seen this season. I'm almost positive. You know, a little nugget that I saw. Fun fact: You know, the last quarterback to win in a Jets uniform at Gillette Stadium, Mark Sanchez. Probably was Brett Favre. Brett Fitzpatrick. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oh, was no. Brett Favre. No shot. No shot. I promise you, bro. Wow. I looked it up. No. I looked. Or it's a fun fact. Wow. Like I follow like a verified fun fact page, and <laughs> okay, Brett Favre was the last quarterback to win wow. in Fox or in Foxborough. Because Sanchez, Fitzpatrick, McCown. Tebow. Tebow. Sanchez would have been the only yeah, logical Smith. explanation, but yeah. you know it, it would have been. It would have been either. It would have been either. Um, Sanchez make, or or Fitzpatrick? Did they make the playoffs with Favre? No, nah, they didn't make the playoffs. Okay, so. Minnesota made the playoffs with him. Yeah, yeah, God. and Green Bay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd hope so. I uh, Chris, tell us about your Chicago Bears and the blunder of a game. Well, against, uh, we uh, we scored the least tied for the least amount of points last week, so that's always fun. But. And you said Not, somehow that's better than what the Dolphins did against the the Buccaneers. Explain the that. margin of error. The we only lost by two more points than you guys. I didn't say it was better, but you know who else scored three points last week? Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not that word. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we like we like bad. Play calling was terrible again. And Packers are just Gonna run away with this division, I guess, since Bears can't seem to win. Vikings didn't win or lose last week. They had a bye, but I really don't see them pulling it together for much, honestly. You're forgetting the most important team in the division, though. <laughs> the one that's ran by Dan Campbell. Motor City Dan Campbell. No, the Lions, we're going to talk about them a lot, I think, this week. Um, but, yeah, my Miami Dolphins looked how do I say it? Nonchalant. Like, it wasn't the best game. It wasn't the worst. They definitely, like, they had their chance to win the game. They were competing, and, and yeah. at one point, they had a lead. Yeah. I mean, two points in the game. In the very beginning, at the very end, and then somehow your defense can't get off the field on third down, and it just snowballs into one thing after the other, and then that's it. You lose yeah. your game. 
That's the worst. Pick. Those graphics. Second leaders. straight week, the Dolphins lose to a game winning kick. I mean, it's just it's really hard to put that in like in our in my head. Like, damn, like we were like so good last year, and then this year is like yeah. that. But uh, uh, acceptance is one of the things I've learned over over this past week. What did you think of uh, Cordell Patterson after you saw him play against your Dolphins? Were you impressed? Uh, I was and was not like. I mean, he's. Is he a He's pro very bowler? versatile. Like, is he a pro bowler type player, though, you think? I'd have to say no. He, he's definitely up there in contention because he's like – Cordell Patterson, he doesn't have a position, right? Like, yeah. Like you put, he, he's Taysom Hill without the quarterback yeah. aspect. <laughs> I'm to him, glad right? you said he's that. too like, big to be a running back, yeah. too <laughs> slow to be a decent wide receiver. I mean, he's not that slow, but like he could be a really good tight end. Like I think he could be a really good tight end, but he just—I don't think he wants to play the position. He's I think a he Ty wants... Montgomery of the Atlanta Falcons. Like if he... basically, basically, like I, I 100% agree with that. But uh, let's jump into Week Eight. But before we do, let's shout out NFL Game Picker. Yes, sir. You can check out NFL Game Picker at NFLGamePicker.com, where you can sign up for free today and pick every game. Every week with your friends, family, and coworkers at NFLGamePicker.com. Once again, that is NFLGamePicker.com. And the first game this week on Thursday, we have the Green Bay Packers facing off with the Arizona Cardinals. And man, this is a heavyweight battle. We have the 6-1 Packers and the 7-0 Cardinals. Cardinals. You got me me thrown off, DJ. (laughs) DJ is not a fan of what I said about... Those two teams being heavyweights. But let me tell you guys why. Cardinals. They're undefeated. I mean, and they have so, 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 so many weapons on offense. I mean, it's just so hard to stop them. Especially with the new acquisition of Zach Ertz. I mean, that just completely bolsters their offensive firepower. And then if you include that with, like, having D-Hop, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, which I think he's a solid number three for them. Yeah. For, at I think least for he's them. one of the best number threes in the NFL right now. In the NFL? Yeah. Best number three? Yeah. Other numbers, than Antonio Brown? No, the the numbers. The, yeah. yeah. AB is yeah. definitely the best number three. Um, but for, what do you call it? Like, they're, for their team, I mean, they're just, they're just, that, they have so much depth on offense. Yeah. It's just insane. And their defense is not bad either. But then you have the Green Bay Packers, who are pretty solid themselves. But they're going into this game without uh, Devontae Adams, and that desperately hurts them. Even though they're 6-0 and without him. I don't know if they can they can continue that uh, stat with playing this game against the Cardinals. So that's why I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. And like throughout the season, I've been a big guy on the on the on the Packers. But man, it hurts me to pick against them. But this one is definitely a game that could easily slip away from them. But it's gonna be close. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as close as you may think. Honestly, uh, there's a lot of people out this week. I don't even know who's going to play at wide receiver for Green Bay because Lazard's out, mm-hmm. Devontae's out, Valdez Scanlon is going to be out, I'm pretty sure, too. He's on IR. He's on yeah. IR, so he's out. Um, no J.J. Watt, but that defense is still pretty good. Um, speaking of defense, can we get ESPN to change Devondre Campbell for Green Bay's his profile picture is still the Cardinals. <laughs> and they're playing each other this week. And it's messed me up more than once already. <laughs> so can you please ESPN change his jersey they, color? Quick two to seconds. They, they quick take two those, seconds. They take those pictures at the beginning of the year. But he, he's played the whole season with Green Bay. Yeah, I know. Just... He played 2020 but with the Cardinals. But yeah. anyways, uh, just 
a little a little few things that I find interesting that I thought I would bring up about the Cardinals. Going with the Cardinals, by the way. Yeah, I was about to make that selection. Kyler Murray is fifth right now in, in passing yards, but none of his wide receivers are anywhere close to being any of the best wide receivers in the league. And if you look at like Brady, my stats, stats, stat, stat wise, obviously they, they're are. they're freaking yeah one of the best wide receiver cores in the league. Mm-hmm. But if you look at like some of the other leaders in passing yards, like Brady, Evans is up there, Stafford, both of his wide receivers are up there, Mahomes. Yeah, Cooper Cup's playing good. Dude is. It don't matter. Let's go. Let's he go. screwed me over in fantasy <laughs> last week. But Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, same thing. But Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins is the closest one at 26th right now in the NFL. He has seven touchdowns, though. So that's nothing to, like, throw away. Uh, but after that, I think A.G. Green was, like, twenty, like 29th or 30th, and Christian Kirk was 31st or something like that. Like, like they're really close together. Yeah. I think that's that's only a testament to how good you were speaking about Kyler Murray. Yeah. If you don't have a wide receiver within the top 15, but, yeah, you're fifth in passing yards. Exactly. You spreading that rock around pretty well. Mm-hmm. Plus, and, uh, no, go ahead. No, keep going. What were you about to say? I was just going to say, plus their defense is, is really good, too. So yeah. they're fourth, fourth right now as far as overall yards allowed. Um, and they're forcing turnovers. They're third in turnovers. So I feel like Arizona is going to win this one more easily than you think. And mm. I, I hope they uh, bang Aaron Rodgers around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, real quick, like I'm, I was pretty surprised with how good the Cardinals have been so far this season in terms of defense. The offense, I was kind of expecting that because they're, they're they they just have so many weapons. It's yeah. not even fair. And then now you add Zach Ertz. But then, uh, yeah, their defense has just been. Completely surprising to me. Like, I thought they were going to be decent, but I was surprised with how many turnovers they've been able to force and stuff. Towards the end of the year, you can see Buda Baker, like, really coming mm-hmm. on as one of the best safeties in the league. And He's 100% uh, their best defensive player. I'm picking the Cardinals, but um, the face I made earlier, what you're alluding to about I'm not a fan, is the injuries that Chris alluded to. He said, you know, you got – uh, Marquez Valdez Stanton out, Devontae Adams mm-hmm. out. You got two offensive tackles out. It's not favorable mm-hmm. in terms of the yeah. offense for Green Bay. I yeah. wish JJ was playing, man. Me too. Just I'm to glad. hear you uh, coincide those words out. We're just simply the better football team. We're just fucking better. Yeah, there we said. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's my impersonation voice right there. Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Not Don't, too the only thing is, is if Green Bay could maybe slow down the pass game, which – I don't really envision them doing. But the Cardinals run the ball more than it. So it's like pick your poison. They're not they don't really have anybody that's really a good They don't have a name runner, but they They, run the ball efficiently. They've been pretty good like all phases of the game. Running, passing, defense. I mean special teams have been pretty decent as well. It's just hard because it's like, all right, well, Chase Edmond and uh James Conner have pretty close stats as far as yards. They're both like in the three thirty range or so. And it's like, well, that's decent, but like Chase Edmonds hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Uh, James Conner has all six, which I have James Conner in fantasy, so shout out to that. <laughs> I play him since freaking Josh Jacobs has been out the whole year. Uh, they don't want to draft him. That's a different story for a different day. But I'm rolling with the Cardinals. Are you guys doing the same? Yeah, yeah we're all going to Cardinals here. Next game, not that sure about honestly. I haven't I haven't picked it yet, so I'm gonna, I want to hear what you guys have to say about the Carolina and Falcons game because I think it's a toss up in my opinion. Yeah, what Chris is referred to is the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, 
This game is iffy. It's uh, Panthers are on a slide right now. They've won three and zero, and then they've lost every game since. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you have the Panthers, who I mean the the Falcons, who just have not been good. Uh, I would say, and then they come and beat the Dolphins, and I forgot who else they beat the. Well, uh, Darnold got benched too. Yes, yeah. he did for PJ Walker. So. XFL guy, or, yeah. or whatever you call it. If yeah. uh, if I could be very brief, I'm just gonna go with the Falcons. I think they're riding high, and the Panthers have kind of lost their way. I'm picking the Falcons as well, but uh, the Falcons, if you look at the series over like the past five to ten years, mm-hmm. and obviously they're in my division, so I pay close attention to them. Yeah. But uh, the Falcons have owned the Panthers and Falcons series, so. There's no reason for me to pick against them, and they have a better offense. Not saying they're they're a better complete football team, but offensive wise, they're I want to say head and shoulders above the Panthers. But you just alluded to they benched their starting quarterback mm-hmm. with the captain sticker on his jersey. So yeah, how how sure are you in the flow of your offense? Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm picking the Falcons. I'm gonna pick the Falcons for two reasons. One. Pretty much everything you guys said about Sam Darnold getting benched, they're on a slide. And two, Arthur Smith, I don't know if you saw, jokingly, but still, offered to try out to the Kembe Mutombo. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's definitely something all up in your radar. So, you, only Chris would know. No passing lanes in here. <laughs> exactly. Can you he, imagine him on the defensive line? No, here? he's talking about run blocking. Putting a big guy like that out on the on the field blocking for him. And he's like, he's tall. If he's you're, he's, he, if you're watching this, I'll have him work you out tomorrow. So I love that. I love a, I love a coach that has a sense of humor. And I love basketball. Yeah. So... For that reason, I'm rolling with the Fal- with the Falcons. Although I doubt we'll see 55 year old Kambi Mutombo on the field. In the trenches, dude. But imagine him. Imagine him on the D line, just swatting balls uh, down all day. That'd dude, be- I would like to see him on the D line. That would be nice. Right? That'd be all the more reason no, no, no. why you don't pick with the Falcons. That's uh, what can go wrong will go wrong with the Falcons. Oh, That's man. living testament. Well, to those dirty well, birds. DJ, I'm tell us about this them. next game we have. We have the Cincinnati Bengals led by Joey Buckets, Joe Burrow, <laughs> against the New York Jets, who just traded for Joe Flacco. They mm-hmm. traded back for Joe Flacco. Know, right? last year. A, Why don't they want Nick Foles? You wanted no him before. One, nobody <laughs> wants Nick Foles. You keep that bargaining chip over there. Yeah, you keep that in your man. pocket as long as you can. It's not. I don't even <laughs> think that's a bargain. It's chip. not. It's, it's, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm real, sorry, y'all. Real, real quick, real quick, before you get into it, DJ, are the Bengals your second favorite team in the NFL now? <laughs> hey, they bro, almost stole DJ's chant, dude. Funny, funny, funny story. So, all of my family and people in high school knows I love the Ravens. I love everything about Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, and they just played last week, and I accidentally caught myself rooting for. The Bengals, because, you know, the Joe Burrow, got your boy on the, Jamar on Chase, yeah, the LSU connection. I was like, okay, let's go. Whoa, DJ, what has become of you? <laughs> so, I, I mean, the Bengals are. Well, you just named two players that currently play, and the other two players are retired Hall yeah. of Famers. So, it's like, yeah, I mean, you can, it, change, it, you can uh, change, you know. I've, I've, I've you served want. my due diligence with the Ravens, right? They've but, been pretty good, man. They've been pretty good recently. But uh, that's all the more reason why I'm picking the Bengals. The Bengals have been on a roll, and they're playing against the Jets, who don't know 
who that well, I ain't gonna say they don't know, but Zach Wilson just got hurt. Got hurt. And they, Joe they Flacco named uh, what's Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is starting. No, Mike the White? Mike Mike White. Mike White, yeah. yeah he's, uh, he's starting. From, Mike I mean, White out of Hylia. Out of Hylia, Florida, where I'm from. But what yes, sir. they traded, Joe Flacco was in that system already. So I thought with a last minute trade, he would not necessarily yeah, be the immediate starter, but it's not too many more wrinkles and kinks that you can work out. But I'm not a joke. That's a whole other story for another <laughs> That's day. A, yeah. Mike so White. I'll is say from I'll say a quick broke Pines, Florida. Yeah, but he, he's from Hialeah. Don't listen to all that stuff. <laughs> um, he reps high on it. Yeah, yeah. He wears highly on his chest. Um, anyways, I'm going with the Bengals as well. They've been one of my favorite teams to watch this year. Um, yeah. Just for the mere fact that the Dolphins suck and the Bengals have been off to a way better start to the season. But aside from that, like they've been actually a really good team and uh Going against the Jets, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I, I got to go with the Bengals here. I've been pretty high on them all year, and I'm going to continue that high, and especially with them facing the Jets. I mean, as I said again and again and again, it's a no-brainer. Chris? Yeah, I would have to agree. It's probably going to be a no-brainer. Uh, Jets are bad. Bengals have been playing pretty good football. And Jamar Chase, number two in the league right now. Mm-hmm. After yeah. not being able to catch balls in preseason <laughs> and the first couple, because he had a lot of drops against the Bears when the Bears played him. He, oh. he played pretty good, but he would have been even the more better if he caught mm-hmm. everything. But dude's got 750 yards, six touchdowns already. He broke a rookie record or something like that recently. He, he's on, on track, they say, to beat every rookie receiving record, which – a lot of them just got beaten last year with Justin Jefferson. With yeah. his former colleague. And plus you got a whole nother game this year. So it's like, all right, well, how, how that, much That's another really, thing that is know. going to be really accounted yeah. into, like, records, like, moving on out from, from this one. Last year. Yeah. Next I wouldn't say it's as, like, it's going to be, like, so-and-so era, so-and-so era. You yeah. Know? Like, so it's definitely going to be different. You have because, to mention it. When because, I mean, yeah. in the 70s, there was four, it was a 14-game season. So, like, it's it's totally different. Now we that's go into 16. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Honestly. That's why Dolphins went 14-0 and then 3-0 in the playoffs. That's how they got the perfect season. 17-0, yeah. yeah okay. But if not, it wouldn't make sense. They would just won 16 games and then mm-hmm. had one playoff game. It was super You guys are cool. saving like, for, you make guys any are sense. so good. We're saving you for the Super <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bowl. Just, just lock them in, dude. Lock them in. But, uh, yeah, easy game. I think everybody's rolling with the Bengals here. Yes, sir, we are. But uh, let's move on to another game, which I don't think will be. Should be pretty easy, too. Yeah, <laughs> this, one, this one will be a quick game. Uh, this upcoming game, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Houston Texans. And uh, should I log us all in? Should yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, and, uh, go ahead. Across the board. The Rams yeah. and on three, yeah. though. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Texans. Rams. Oh, yeah, on, he didn't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> So don't even put DJ down. Just mark him off as a no, just, no DJ, contest. Yeah, yeah. Undecided. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Undecided pick. Yeah, that's what yeah. the but game picker DJ's a game time decision, dude. Just a touch on the Rams a slight bit. I love seeing Matthew Stafford return home. I'm a Bears fan, but my dad's a Lions fan, so Lions have always been one of my – They play in so far. Second favorite team. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. But they played against they play, team. Yeah, 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 you're right. But playing against some of his teammates, I really loved seeing, like, afterwards, like, the clips of, like, the teammates telling him, like, I hope you win MVP. I hope you go all the way this year. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like, they're just happy he's out of the Lions organization yeah. all, all together. Hey, take me with you. Yeah, Actually. for <laughs> And no, now but- he's third. He's third in, uh, in passing yards, which – 
I feel like he's going to finish higher than third. I, I mean, Derek Carr is second right now. I don't think Derek Carr is going to stay there much longer. Oh, and, but and he's got Cooper Cup leading the league in wide receiving. And I don't know if you saw the meme, but it's like every time Matthew Stafford sees Cooper Cup, he sees 81 in a Lions <laughs> uniform. And I was like, no, nah, nah, that's, that's not the same. Uh, yeah, it's too it might as well every, be, though, honestly, like statistic-wise. Every time he sees Cooper Cup open, yeah, yeah. he's not throwing it into the end zone with three people yeah. on him. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, I, like I, old I Megatron. But, yeah. No, nah, he's definitely looking uh, He's yeah. definitely looking 10 way quicker quicker than normal definitely no i agree um i'm just happy for the guy honestly man especially like they knew like the struggles he was going through with the lions and then he goes to the the rams and has huge success right off the bat and it's just like and then you play him pretty early on in the season like there's nothing else they can really do besides say like i hope the best for you i mean those, those are your brothers you play with those guys like you build such a special bond with them so like a lot of those guys that he did have a connection with like even pretty sure defense they came too like yeah. it's not just offensive mm-hmm. players it's it's everybody you, when you're the quarterback you're the leader of the team man so like mm-hmm. you not you, always but yeah for the, you should generally if, you, if, if you're, you're on a roster if you for want to keep your years, job as a quarterback yeah. you'll be the you'll be the guy that everybody on top, on top of that you're the quarterback for a team for five plus years like mm-hmm. you you definitely are the leader of that team probably most not even just off consistent leader of that team everyone looks to you and be like that's the guy on our team you know probably holds most of the lions quarterback records if we don't even like if we were to do a quick little gesture i'm pretty sure he's every statistical category that uh for the lions yeah matthew Mm -hmm. think about what name another and he was there a long time no it was john kitna (laughs) 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 but no i'm happy for the guy just overall happy for him Leave it at that. We'll move on to the next game. Yeah, the next game, as much as I love it, I don't like it. Uh, but we have the Miami Dolphins hosting the Buffalo Bills. But before anything, we have uh, Steve Apilo with his lock of the week. Hey, I'm Steve Apilo, creator of NFLGamefigure.com, and this is my lock of the week for week eight. Behind me, you see the Bonneville Salt Flats, where they set the land speed record of 622 miles an hour in 1970. However, the Buffalo Bills aren't going to need to run quite that fast this weekend as they once again beat the Miami Dolphins this season for a season sweep. Dolphins got shut out in their first meeting. I don't know if it's going to be the same away. They might score a few points this time. However, it's not going to be enough to beat this Buffalo Bills offense who's a little bit salty after their loss to Tennessee Titans. So my lock of the week is the Buffalo Bills. Steve, man, come on, dude. Why are you picking against my Dolphins? No, I can't blame you. I'm probably doing the same exact thing because the Dolphins—the <laughs> Dolphins just have not looked good as of late, and it's—it sucks. I mean, we're we've been in like so many. <laughs> we've been in so. Why are you laughing, boy? It's over your shoulder. It's just ain't too much better going on over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least. I'm not even going to stand there. We'll talk about your time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Dolphins have been very. Uh, disappointing this season especially a lot of people who had including myself i, I had a lot higher expectations for them so yeah uh i thought we would be more relatively competitive with the bills in the first game shut out 35-0 this week it's not gonna be the same i think the dolphins are finally turning their the page but it's gonna be a it's a big it's what a big page to turn that? What do you mean? What makes you think that? Being a lot more competitive, you're not oh, getting well, shut out 35-0. That's true. That's like, true. like it's but a competitive team. You have a chance to win the game. And it's like how the Lions have had problems just coming up short or like just losing by like a game-winning drive that ends up in a field goal. With that being said, though, it pains me. 
I'm turning into Eddie. I'm turning into a trader, guys. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. See, what you call a trader, I call being a realist. <laughs> and uh, the fact that you finally come around after seven weeks. You did pick them once before. I picked them with the books. You picked against them once before, but you know. I did the same against the books for my team, though. So yeah. Okay. Well, that makes one of no, That makes pick, two of you. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. Did I? Yes, yeah. Ah, uh, well, it probably wasn't a very good pick. <laughs> but um, I'm picking the Bills, my man. Uh, I don't blame you, dude. Your team hasn't really showed me anything to be like, all right, they can pull off this miracle. You know, no, not really trying to bash you guys, but yeah, you lost to the Falcons who beat the Jets by seven. So it's almost like a comparison. <laughs> it, I hate to do it, but uh, the the one uh, thing I have to combat that is like literally like it's a different team. There, every team yeah, is a different yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. But aside from that, like you can kind of gauge like yeah. okay, if they beat them and they beat them, like it, it definitely like those things kind of weigh out. But yeah. but so, when you look at it. Are you saying the Dolphins are worse than the Jets, DJ? Oh no, whoa, whoa. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not. Comparable. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not division. saying that, but I'm not saying uh, you putting them in the same sentence isn't a slappable offense. Well, here's the, here's the thing, though. To decide that, it's really easy. We just look at winning percentage <laughs> and standings. <laughs> they won. Who, who's in third place, Miami or the Jets? <laughs> you can't answer that, Austin. Go ahead. Jets. And who's in fourth? Dolphins. So, therefore, <laughs> a logic person Theoret- would say theoretically. <laughs> the Jets are better than the Dolphins, no? Yeah. <laughs> but not trying to You've been on camp for that whole part, by the way. Me? Yeah. Oh, I was looking at you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello, fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll with Buffalo. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they're number – let me double check. They're number one in the league in turnovers. Yeah, in turnovers. And Tua turns the ball over. But, yeah – that's one of those miscued stats about the Bills. They're leading the league in turnovers. Look at the teams they played against. And well, it, yeah, shall we? Yeah, it's one shall of those. We shall. They've had Steelers. two. They've had two shutout games. So Dolphins. Those stats are definitely going to be. And they're like continuing. They're they're scoring a lot. Like yeah. 35, 43, 40, 38, 34, last five games. First, yeah. first game is 23. Sounds like the half a of a basketball their last, game. Their last game was against Tennessee, right? Last week, they were on a bye. Yeah. Yeah, the last, last, the last game that they had against the Titans was That insane. was a great game. Yeah. That was Back and forth. Game. Somebody pissed off uh, Derrick Henry, and that, that <laughs> man came out of the second half. And just, just took over. But uh, – I'm going with the Bills. Easy pick here, I think. Easy no, pick is no offense. No, that's fine. I mean, uh, everyone, including myself, is going against the Dolphins. So how can I uh, blame anybody? Uh, but I think we're it's almost time for DJ's lock of the week. Gamble yes, you guys. Baby. Baby. Oh, yeah, we, week, we have uh, we have the Philadelphia Eagles going against the Detroit Lions in Motor yeah. City. Motor City. Who, who, who's they, who are they run by? <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, this game, I actually have the Detroit Lions getting their first win of the season against Let's the go. Philadelphia Eagles. If you think about it, the Philadelphia Eagles are almost a two-half team. First half, they come out flatline and don't really play good. And then the second half, they try to come and win from behind. But if you look at the way the Lions play, they've been in every single game, even though they're 0-7. This is one of those teams where we talk about their record doesn't speak volumes of how they play. 
and they're in damn near every game they play. They just have a mental error here or there, yeah. and it gets them. But I feel like you can afford a couple of mental errors playing mm-hmm. against the Eagles, which is why I'm picking the Lions to yeah. beat them. I definitely agree with you. Like, the Lions have been in a lot of, like, games, close games. And it comes down to the mere fact, can you finish the game? And, unfortunately, it hasn't been that way for them. And, like, that's the thing that sucks is, like, yeah, we're good. Just not good enough. And it's been that way for seven straight weeks. Like, imagine, you know, they get they catch a break here and there. They could easily be two and five. They could be maybe six and one, you know? Like, I think, I think the 49ers game is probably, like, the only realistic one that, like, Okay, yeah, they came back, but they they probably weren't gonna win that one. Garbage yeah. time. Yeah, like so they could they could easily be six and one, which is insane. But it sucks, man, because like I, I totally understand how they're feeling because they're competing in every Who game. Who can be then, six and one? The Lions. Yeah. Oof. I, there's probably like a a, a, a miscue in there, but it, five and two at the least. But aside from that, like, man, they've been they've been so good. And just haven't put like the bow on top of the present, you know. They they're gonna get that win this week, and that's why I'm picking them. Jeez, I give them a you, three Chris. or four looking at their oh, schedule. Yeah, I just saw uh, talking about a different type of football. I just saw uh, breaking news that blew my mind right before this. But yeah, I mean, you mean football? Football. Yeah, football. Bar- Barcelona just made a big fire. But shout out going, to Cujo. Going back to uh, <laughs> going back to this game. I'm gonna roll with the lines just because. I mean, it's interesting. Lock of the week. Is that what? Oh yeah, pops. Shout out pops. I forgot. Hey pops, we picking them just for you. Yeah, I mean, clean sweep. I want them to get a win, but as my dad says every year, he he wants them to lose. That way, they get a higher draft pick. But you you can only do that so much. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's enough, man. (laughs) Enough, enough. enough, All right, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) Philly. Philly has more to actually want to win. Like, I understand, all right, you're own seven. Maybe Detroit is thinking tank for whatever. There, there's no good quarterbacks. So there, I mean, yeah, you're not Jared getting a good Goff. quarterback. You're going to get a good defensive player. No, I'm talking about for Philly. Derek Stingley. But, uh, I mean, for Philly, like, Philly might draft a quarterback, but you don't need him. You have three first-round picks anyway, so you, you don't need a top pick. You're you're gonna have three picks in the first round, so you have the equity to do anything. Go yeah, go ahead and take a quarterback with any of those three, and then you're getting two other first round picks on top of that. But I would say copy what the Dolphins did in this draft, but how it pans out, you kind of don't want to wish that luck on Detroit. But the the only thing is, is for me, is Philly's defense is better than Detroit's, just overall better as far as stats are concerned, and Detroit. They scored the most points in their first game, and after that, they've partly gotten over 20 points per game. So it's kind of concerning, but at home, I feel like Dan Campbell has them so eager. You say his name right. Motor City. Dan Campbell (laughs) has them so (laughs) eager and, like, hyped up to win. Like, I want to go and play for Dan Uh, Campbell. I don't even play football. Put on some blue. Put on some Honolulu blue, baby. I I like him 10 times over more than I like our head coach at the Bears. That's a different story for a different day. I'm rolling with Detroit at home. I hope they get their first win on Halloween. Oh, spooky season, baby. Uh, but, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think the Lions, 
it's overdue, man. At this point, they've just been so competitive and so close in games. Like, uh, enough's enough. They got to get a win. And yeah. luckily, they're facing an opponent that it's, it's very realistic. Like, it's a lot of the times, you know, it's been, like, kind of a long shot. But aside from that, uh, yeah, they're, like, their first two or three games. The Niners and the Green Bay Packers game are the first sure games that they should have lost. And then aside from that, it's closely contested games. Uh, but let's move on to another team. Uh, we have the Green Bay. I mean, I'm sorry. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers Ooh, uh, versus the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about Aaron Rodgers possibly going to Pittsburgh when he retires. <laughs> Not retires uh, when he leaves Green Bay. But, uh, yeah, we have the Steelers versus the Browns. And uh, Browns are dealt with a lot of injuries and still ended up managing to win on Thursday. Yeah. Is that more so that the Browns, you know, found a way? Or is it that the Broncos are just not that good? Looking at the game, bro, watching the game, the Browns definitely found a way more than the Broncos gave the game mm-hmm. away. Because the Broncos, it was close. They, they started off slow. Like, it was almost like a little uh, stutter through the first half. But the second half, they picked their shit up or picked their stuff up. <laughs> yeah. and now, they got it I agree well. with you, too, because, like, the Brown, like the Browns just had control of the game pretty yeah. much from the beginning. That run game, man. Yeah. Who? Dearness Dearness Johnson. Ernest Johnson. Ernest Johnson. Shout out Orlando Apollos, baby. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, like, one of the first guys picked up off of, like, uh, the yeah. XFL teams. Like, he was... Uh, He's from the USF, too, yeah. so not a big USF guy, but, hey, man, good for you anyway, showing you out on... local, baby. Yeah, showing out on Thursday night, almost nearly a uh, 150. Does he keep it up? For USF? No, the one that went to Texas. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. You're good. Era, but, no, you're good. Uh, the old you, the USF coach that put him on the map that went to Texas, and then they gave him like a year and a half, and then he got fired. Uh, a black coach. I can't remember his name. Either. But you know he's what I'm talking coach. about, though, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a good coach. Yeah. yeah, I liked him at least. Obviously, Texas didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but Chris, who are you taking in this game? This one's tough, and I don't know if the. Broncos necessarily lost that game last week. They're dealing with their own kind of injuries and whatnot on both ends. And Cleveland's just running the ball with whoever is there. Obviously, we're talking about Dearness Johnson. Have we talked about him ever? No, exactly. This is the first time. But dude, dude had a huge night on a Thursday night game. We went to uh, Beefo Brady's. It's poor today score, which Didn't I thought. Last long. I thought that game, which is. If you don't know what port to the score is, real quick, it's free beer until a team scores any points at all. And right off the bat, they had like a 25-yard pass and then like a 20-yard run on the first drive. I'm like, oh, my. This is the first one I've gone to all year. And I'm like, this is going to be a good one. It might go to like halftime. I was wrong. <laughs> Afterwards, they didn't really score a whole lot. Long story short, I'm still going to go with Cleveland. Although Baker may be out, so I possibly might. He was out for last game, and I think yeah. the possibility of him not playing this game is still out there and probably yeah. inevitable. Uh, they did get Odell and Jarvis Landry back, which I think is huge. Like, I wish we would have known before the... Yeah, for sure. Like, literally, like, I, I heard about that, and I'm like, I'm fixing my fantasy lineups, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, shoot, my game pick. And it was yeah. already too late. The game started. I'm like, it no! started, bro, and I was pissed. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I agree with you, Chris. Like, I think the chances of Cleveland winning this game are all too mighty, and that's why I'm picking them. I think they really have a good chance. The Steelers have been very like they've been a letdown this year. They they had a pretty good start last year. They were one of the longest undefeated teams, yeah. and then they come out this year and it's just it's a, they're a shell of them former selves. What about you, DJ? Well, before real okay. quick, okay, DJ, okay, before, okay, okay. 
before, because I want you to talk about this. So let me lead you in here. All right. Mike Tomlin. I'm ready to lead you. Mike Tomlin. Speculation could be replacing your man, Big Ed, <laughs> down there in LSU. He said no, which any coach I think in NFL would do halfway through a season. Yeah. Says th- this you, dismisses you, it all. You heard about him at LSU. I heard about him at USC. USC. Bulls, yeah. Bulls is what I've heard. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. What are your thoughts on that? As a side note, uh, I love Mike Tomlin as a coach. He he um he's been able to get to a 500 season without his best quarterback or without his best receiver. So Mike Tomlin knows how to coach. Mm-hmm. For but sure. never had a losing season. Yeah, he's for never sure. had a losing season. But for sure. As far as him being a hire at Tiger Stadium in LSU, the the fan base deserve or they they feel like they should win now. Like every year, every year. they feel like they should win now. Especially and after winning the national championship not too long ago. Fun fact, we're we have the second most wins in the BCS national championship era, era other than that is Alabama. Fun. You know, that's just <laughs> <laughs> but um I love Mike Mike Tomlin's personality would coincide hand in hand with the Tigers, but I th- you think so with with students with young men. No, well, his personality, like he's a hard nosed type of, you know, it is what you get. And LSU is a, I won't say a gritty type of school, but you know, you they work you, hard. You yeah, exactly. And Mike Tomlin, but my only concern would be the boosters. Okay, you get a you get an eight and two season. Are you ready to kick him out the door after just two seasons? And the boosters pretty much control LSU, so that's. I'd love to have him, but I think the Steelers would love to have him even more in this game, which is uh, why I'm picking the Cleveland Browns because – They have two LSU wide receivers. Well, not only that, you know, not only Go that. The Tigers. <laughs> this thing, the Steelers – Bayou Bengals, The baby. Steelers haven't been who we – well, I ain't gonna say who we thought they were because I wasn't too high on them going into the season. I had, I had a little bit higher expectations for them, but like aside from that, they have not delivered yeah. on it. Outwards. I say their defense was overhyped to begin the season. Their but, defense is pretty good. Yeah, the defense is carrying exactly. them. It's literally the offense yeah. coming short on them. Speaking of the offense, Najee Harris has 388 rushing yards through seven games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite concerning. Dearness Johnson has half of that in one game. Yeah, so <laughs> it. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ernest was the last last game. The uh, Browns, I mean. Oh, yeah, that's compare- what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. The Ernest. Because Deontay Johnson has only played one game, and he has half the yards through seven games it took Najee Harris to get to. Well, what so. I was saying is Deontay Johnson on Pittsburgh wide receiver is yeah. the second leading rusher. And I thought that's what you yeah, were about no. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no, keep but, going. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't, that's just. You even helped my argument, honestly. <laughs> you helped my argument. So And Najee Harris is a third wide receiver so far as and far as yards. So, so they're they're uh check down Ben or or uh What's he doing with Juju? He's out for the yeah, year. He's, yeah, he's, he's gone. He's out for the year. Yeah, I thought so. Well, Chris, now it's your time to shine, bud. Tell us about oh, this man. next game. Well, the game in, in fold is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Chicago Bears. Bear down, baby. Uh, it's at home. Soldier Field. Soldier Field. The time being. San Fran. Yeah, for the time being. So <laughs> next season. Uh, San Fran 
I thought they were kind of disappointing this year. They've been they've been banged up, but uh, there's still no decision on uh, whether <coughs> excuse me, Cole Mack is going to play or not. Which some people might say, like, oh, your defense will be fine without him. No I think he. He's a game changer, obviously. Yeah, no chance in hell you guys will be better without Khalil Mack. Not better, but like a lot you of people. You won't miss a beat without him, is what he's saying. And yeah, I mean, people have been trying to tell me, like, oh, uh, well, the Bears will still, yeah, they'll still be the Bears defense and blah, blah, blah. But like when you have Khalil Mack getting double teamed every single play almost mm-hmm. and opening it up for Hakeem Hicks, uh, I'm blanking on the guy from Dallas. I should know this. Floyd? No, he's, he's no Floyd is in uh he's in, in LA. Rams, yeah. But yeah, like when you when you have him opening mm-hmm. it up for everybody mm-hmm. else, it, it, it makes it so much easier for everybody. I'm gonna roll with the Bears and I Oh dude. Uh, yeah, I, I mean come on, bear down, baby. Uh San Fran's been a little bit disappointing for me. Both of their quarterbacks have been kind of banged up throughout the year. I think Trey Lance is still out. Debo Samuel Sam. Debo Samuel. Let me restart that sentence. Debo Samuel is questionable as well. Uh, no George Kittle, which is huge. So I'm going to roll with the Bears. Although, after scoring three points last week, we did play the reigning Super Bowl champion, whatever, but I'm not 100% confident in my Bears right now. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I mean, the Bears, I mean, they have a good defense. That is without a doubt. Um, yeah. Always. Their offense, super lacking. Like, Running game is kind of hit or miss. It's like there's no in between. It's either you guys don't have a running game or you guys have a running game. And then on top of that, the play calling is not suited well for uh, Justin Fields, which is out of my mind. Like like uh, DJ brought it up earlier, but he said like Mac Jones this past week had more uh, designed run, run, calls run calls than, yeah. than Justin Fields. But that's, that's on Nagy, and I've been yeah, saying that all true. year long. Like mm-hmm. I don't – I'm not confident that he's a good coach. And – it's hard because if the Bears do well, he's him and Pace are gonna get. Oh, and no, if they do well, oh, if they do well, they're still gonna be there. And if they do poorly, all right, well maybe they'll get rid of them. But like, Matt Nagy will say he didn't call the plays that exactly. Way. <laughs> and then, but then we have a losing season, so it's. I don't know. We played the best when Nagy hasn't been calling offensive plays, mm. and the defense is doing what the defense always does. We're leading the league in sacks right now, so. Look for them to get after the quarterback. Hopefully, Mac plays, and hopefully, we can get a much needed win at home to try to try to Make lift ourselves yeah. in the into the standings a little bit more. Because I'm spoiler alert, not taking Minnesota this week either, and I didn't take Green Bay. So, okay. well, yeah, I don't blame you, but it's just it's tough, man. Like the the Forty Niners have a decent squad. I wouldn't say they're they're way. Ahead of the, well, they're the banged Bears, up, though. they are banged up. But like, aside from that, they're they're not way ahead of the Bears. But man, the Bears just haven't like the Bears have the talent on their roster. They just mm. don't have the right like ways to put them together and make them like work well as a unit. And that's like the thing that's been holding them back. If they can fix things up, what's up, DJ? That's what I say. It's this thing called a head coach with the title yeah, you were no, talking play, about. For all that call. shit you yeah, were yeah, talking it's, about. It's 100% the play calling. That's like the, I think what has been the biggest Dolphins problem is like the offensive play calling has been horrible. And then mm. the defense, you can only do so much when your offense is like not giving you time to rest. You yeah. Know? yeah, when you're on the field 24-7, it's hard to be that good. And yet the Bears are still doing it. That's yeah. the crazy part. Is, exactly. it, is, if we had a competent head coach calling plays, 
We have three adequate quarterbacks, I feel like. We at least three serviceable quarterbacks. Yeah, we at least like, three yeah. quarterbacks that can get the job done and that can get us into the playoffs, but yet it seems like we might not make it to the playoffs. And that's it, a shit. It, it You're like definitely not shot. making it, it to the playoffs. It seems like a long <laughs> shot. And that's why another reason why I'm picking the San Francisco 49ers. I just think they can get it done. Uh, but it's going to be a close one. This is probably one of the closest games I think is going to happen this week. It's whoever has the ball last in this game is going to win. And if it's the Bears, it may or may not be in their favor if they have the ball last because they've had those offensive struggles. What about you, DJ? Well, DJ, tell Uh, me who's going to make it above the Bears. Side note, uh, Leonard Floyd was the guy you were thinking about. Leonard Floyd's with the Rams. That's what I thought. Oh, I guess I heard the wrong thing. I'm thinking of the guy that we picked up from the Cowboys, Robert Woods. Oh, okay. Oh, Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, Yeah, the D-line. But uh, Robert Woods is also with the Rams. <laughs> but uh, no, no, real quick, tell me, tell me who's gonna make it into the playoffs with an added wild card spot from the from the NFC? Because obviously, well, the they, other three spots in the NFC, you mean? Yeah, like the other than the, spots the, yeah, the division I'm assuming we all think probably Green Bay six and one right now, probably gonna be six and two, but NFC still, North still gonna probably yeah. win the NFC. One hundred percent. The the loser of the NFC South, which would happen to be the Buccaneers or the Saints, is getting one wild card spot. Yep, you can sort of pencil that one in. Mm-hmm. And okay, then the and Rams, then, and then possibly two teams from uh, the NFC West. With uh, you have Arizona and the Rams; those yep. are going to be the top two seeded teams from at least from like the NFC West. Um, That's why we definitely need to win this game against the Niners. It gives you a chance. It could. We it could. could it could be a tiebreaker. Yeah. It could come down to us in Seattle. I I would have said maybe two weeks, three yeah, weeks ago. They're a little too far removed. No Russ the for Russell the next, next three or four them. more weeks, mm-hmm. and Geno Smith is not getting it done. I'm not well, confident. Yeah. So we'll, we'll mathematically, you're mathematically, yeah. I feel what you're Seahawks. saying. Because the Vikings still could uh the Vikings are take still in the that third too. uh they that could. third playoff they spot. They definitely could. Um, maybe the Falcons, maybe NFC East. <laughs> no one's maybe. And then and then that, in the yeah. NFC East, no one's really competing with the Cowboys. No. Because who, who would be the next? <laughs> Look at this guy. You can't even see him. The thing is covering up. But, uh, <laughs> the nigga said the Falcons. <laughs> I mean, just looking based off right. No, no, but... Falcons are too far removed to have. A oh they have man! The same record as oh, the Vikings man. right now, but yeah, no, but they're the, in a different division. No, the Vikings are three and three, and the uh, Falcons are two three and, and three. Four, I think. I'm are looking they? at it right now with oh. my own eyeballs, baby. Either way, <laughs> three I, and three, dog. Either way, they're in a the the Vikings will have a more favorable chance against division foes. To pad your stats, yeah, more than yeah. the Falcons would. All right, well, who are you picking in this game, bro? <laughs> Let's just move on. We'll see what happens. You, you brought up the question. We'll you can't be upset when we're, we're trying to give you the answer. No, I'm, I mean we don't know. There's still ten games left. Yeah. Some teams have eleven, so still time. We'll see. Well, we'll see. the time is out for the pick, according to Austin, which is why I'm going to leave you with the 49ers as yes, my as my note. The you said you you I know I'm in good earlier. hands when I pick the same team as DJ did. <laughs> you alluded to earlier how <laughs> this will be a nail biter type of game. It's gonna but come down to the wire. I don't think so. The Bears are putting up 14 points a game. So you mean to tell me through For 60 now. minutes you're putting up two touchdowns? Two touchdowns? It just yeah. 
like, I don't know, man. Something just doesn't sit right with me. And although you guys are two and one at home, the the Forty uh, ers are two and one on the road. Mm-hmm. So something's going to give. And yeah, we haven't scored more than twenty points at all this season. Yeah, and that's that's one another thing that more I than say. seventeen points. They the the Bears play to their opponent. Like if they're a bad opponent, it's going to be a really low scoring game. It's a good opponent. They're going to put up seventeen points. Could you imagine if we had the Dolphins defense or something like that? We'd be like zero and seven too, probably. <laughs> what you mean? I think the Dolphins defense. They're just underperforming. Secondary is better. Yeah. If we had the a bad pass, if, if we switched pass rushes, your team would be horrible and my team would be, like, unstoppable. If, if we had a bad defense, though, we would be so screwed. You guys here. would be... We'd be this. like the Lions. Yeah. We'd both yeah, probably 100%. be 0-7, honestly. <laughs> but moving on. Well, before we move on, let's give a quick shout-out to NFLGamePicker.com. Sign up for free today and pick your game every week with your friends, family, and coworkers at NFLGamePicker.com. That's NFLGamePicker.com. Well, thank you for that, Chris. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts and NFC, I mean AFC South divisional matchup. And this game could be entertaining. It could not be. It's really in between. <laughs> it's really in between what. Indianapolis Colts team you get because if the Colts do not come out and perform well, the Titans can just run all over them. And that's something I'm a little afraid of, but the Colts have been looking well as of late. Colts are running the ball good too. Mm-hmm. But you want me to start off with this one? Knock yourself yeah, out, look, dude. Tennessee is it's it's hard because I wanna say they're they're the best team in the NFL right now, almost. <laughs> just based off of They're probably one of the better teams in the AFC. I just think in the NFL, just based like okay, you had one, one really really bad loss against the Jets. Shocker. Shocker. That was stunner. I mean, you lose by a field goal. Even Jets fans are surprised by it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lose to the Cardinals, who are seven and zero. So yeah, it's the not. Best team in the NFL. I mean, you got killed by the Cardinals first week though. Everybody makes mistakes in the first week. Five sacks. But you beat the Seahawks with a healthy Seahawks team. You already beat the Colts by – it wasn't as close as, as the final score tells you it was. Mm-hmm. You beat the awesome Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, and the Chiefs. Like, like you're beating good teams. And you, you held the Chiefs at three points. And, like, okay, like, the Is, Chiefs haven't been would playing Would you well say that's either, because – okay, real quick. Would you say that's because – and that's something I've heard a lot across, like, all media is, like, the Chiefs – well, Patrick Mahomes has been figured out. You run that too high safety and it gets shut down. No, do you, do you, are you buying into that? Is Tom Brady figured out? No, because Tom Brady probably changes his game. But then again, Tom Brady has had uh, literally a top 10 defense damn near every year he mm. was in New England. So That's something that definitely in, in, in Tampa, Tampa too. too. Exactly. Plus he's but got that's, three potential Hall of Fame wide receivers too. This is the first time Four. he's had that. Though. He includes Gronk so, as a wide receiver tight end type of guy. I include him as a tight end, but this yeah. is definitely like his best weaponry as far as like his arsenal. This is definitely his best arsenal. But mm-hmm. uh Tom well, Brady's always had a let great me tell you, to support him. Let me tell you who who the Colts have beaten and and see if I can change your guys' mind. Cause I know you guys I know one of them. I, I can I can I say the first one that they beat, please? Sure. Please Chris. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the first team they beat was the Miami Dolphins. Next. Texans, 49ers. Okay. Big whoop. 49ers, did they have Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance even playing in those games? 
Um, I know that might have been when they were in there. Uh, they had Jimmy. Garoppolo. Oh, this was last week. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, they had Jimmy. One touchdown. And that game was just a mess. Like, yeah, it was weather weather wise, yeah. it was just such a bad game to like throw the ball. So like, yeah, I was telling you guys about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say necessarily. <laughs> I wouldn't say necessarily like that was a bad game for like bad performance wise from anybody in that game because mm-hmm. I mean the just the weather conditions. I mean it's so hard to throw yeah. the football in that type of weather. But no, continue. No, I'm, I'm just simply going with the Titans. Uh, shout out to Bryce. If you watched last season, Bryce was on with us. Hopefully you're watching at home. Bryce Aroni, we miss you. Hope you're doing well. Up there in Tennessee. In, I love the city of Nashville, and that's where they play. So let's go Titans. Is there a reason you both love Nashville? Moving on. Moving on. Um. Another podcast for another day. <laughs> I'm just fixated on this thing that you said. The Titans are like contenders. Contenders? Isn't that what you said? Or you said, you said something? The best said, team. You're one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of contender that's, talk, dude. And that's yeah. just mind-blowing to me because no, I, they do the same thing. Like, the last five years, if you think, dating back since they've been the same 2017, team. they've been the exact same team. Yeah. And no matter – a first round exit in the division round or AFC championship. You know, the AFC championship game against the Chiefs. I think it's different this year, man. They, they added Julio Jones. You sound that's like only a, you sound like that's a Titans fan <laughs> now. Cause <laughs> that's one of those things, bro. Like I get it. The Titans are a good football team. Yeah, they're cool and they're all right, but as far as to say they're one of the best teams in the NFL, I mean, granted, it's sweet. I'd say seven. that's a bit of a stretch, but they're yeah. one of the better teams. Yeah, they're one for sure one of the better teams, but I wouldn't call them that. But that's also because I'm picking the Colts, which mm-hmm. is why I'm sort of having a strong side on the Colts on this one. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, like their last four weeks or their la- the last month dating back to their first win against the Dolphins when uh, Carson Wentz got back, they pretty much have been looking apart. They lost a nail biter to Baltimore on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. which they were controlling the game up until like late in the third. You say the fourth Dude, quarter. That, that comeback by the Ravens was just unreal. Like that was exactly. more of a comeback by the Ravens than a loss than the, by the Colts. And then you go on the trend. They steamroll past the Texans. They look impressive against the 49ers. I like. I honestly like the trend the Colts are going on right now. So Ooh. I'm gonna be an early. I'm gonna say a bandwagon bandwagoner but, but I'm you, you're riding the wave yeah i'm i'm riding the Colts wave so <laughs> I, I i don't blame you man the colts have been looking good and like they're becoming that team that they were kind of expected to be man like they you know had that Great unfortunate defense. early uh exit in the playoffs last year against the bills but going into this year you know the high expectations are kind of screwed through the roof you have um carson Wentz coming onto the team replacing uh philip rivers and he hasn't looked bad at all I think he's looked actually a lot better than what people were kind of expecting out of him. And then you throw in the fact that the defense, off to a bad start, but I think they're finding their ways again. And uh, it's definitely like, uh, I think it was Xavier Rhodes who had that almost pick six that yeah. if he didn't step out. That would, that would have been crazy. I mean, uh, aside from that, I mean, the Colts have been looking good. But, man, this Titans team, I don't know what it is about them. Like, obviously, I know their offense – Feed the ball to Derrick Henry. Run it run it up the gut with Henry, you know? Like, you go as far as Derrick Henry takes you. And, like, Tannehill will be icing on the top. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, those guys will be icing on the top. But Derrick Henry is the, the heart and soul of that Titans team. But then their defense has actually been playing really good. And one thing that Vabel says is, like, 
you know, those uh, tip balls are like lottery tickets. You, you always got to cash them in mm-hmm. when you can. So, and that's something that they've been doing a lot of. Like, uh, whenever there's been a ball popped up in the air, like they, they're around the ball. It doesn't matter if they come down with it or not, but they definitely around the ball. And that's something that separates good teams from bad teams. And it's like, yeah. if, you can, if you can get those second chance type of interceptions, turnovers, whatever it may be, that's huge for you. Well, let me ask. Let me add more icing on to my Tennessee Titan cake because I'm going to be eating it right. next week. You guys, you guys may pull, sway my decision. Here, so let's go. Lose. The Titans have a pretty good rushing defense. Uh, one of the be- one of the better teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than the Colts, actually. Top 10 rush defense. Actually, yeah. Better, better than the Colts. And one of the biggest reasons the Colts have been competitive and still in games has not been from throwing the ball. It's been from running the ball. And then on top of that, the Colts' rushing defense hasn't been great, like I just mentioned. They're averaging 111 yards. But have they have they gone against Derrick Henry yet? Yes. Yes. Exactly. And what happened? But that was also without Carson Wentz, without your guard, Quentin Nelson. So I'm just saying. Without T.Y. Hilton, who they're, they're still managing the season without. yards in general. And this man is probably the best running back in football. There's Henry. no problem. He is the best Future running back. Future Hall yeah. of Famer. Maybe the best running back we've seen in the last few years. Okay, but Derek I just want to get a little point across. You said who have the Colts played against. You could – Farewell, say the same again with the Titans. Granted, you know, they lost against the Cardinals week one. They beat a Seahawks team who isn't who we said they were going to be. They beat a Colts without the players I just told you who they were. And then they lost to the Jets without both of their receivers. Still that same running back monster you were talking about. Still that same defense. And then they go on and beat the Jaguars. They had an impressive game against the Bills, which is a great comeback game. I'm not going to take that away from them. But then they just beat up against the Chiefs, who we were just talking about. Did Patrick Mahomes get but, figured out? So, but they're allowed. They already lost. They lost to Derrick Henry. He he put up. I, I just looked at. It was like 115 yards. They they haven't beat anybody good either, though. That's the thing. The Dolphins, well, the Texans, you the 49ers. Only, I get you, what you're you saying. You can only play who's in front of but, you. But and that's the thing. Like the Colts, when they didn't play Derrick Henry the first time, you were without your. Pro Bowl, who people are saying the best guard in all of NFL, which who you know, if he's in, all you got to do is push behind him and you can get three to four yards the running Colts? the ball. Yeah, the coach, Quentin Nelson, the best guard they consider in the NFL. You're without the guy who you just signed and everything and Carson Wentz, who honestly, like we say, he looks like a better, he looks like a better version of himself than what he did the year prior. So, Better than, better. Than well, it's not hard to look better than last year, exactly. Mm-hmm. But he's he's. I won't say he's returning to that uh, MVP status in uh, what was it twenty six or twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. But I'm he's not there yet. But he's not. You don't like the offensive line for Tennessee though, with with uh, Luan and Saffold. Well, Luan got concussed against Quisander. the Bills. I don't know if he played last week. He's, he's off. I'm pretty sure. And he's another playing. thing too, the Titans. Every game they played again. Every game they played in. Like the the average margin of victory is less than four points, so it's that, not that's, like that is one thing I would say about the Titans game. team is that no, like the for, average for the, margin for the season is like four points. Yep, it's really close. They've had a lot of close games, and that's the one thing I would say that kind of like is like, oh man, like they're winning those it, games. It, it, yeah, they, they are winning are. the games. They like, are winning don't, them. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they are winning those games, but man, it, it's hard. Like 
when you have a team that's like pretty good and then they 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 have those struggles to win those close games but they end up doing it uh, is all the more reason that I'm inching closer and closer to picking the Titans the Titan. and <laughs> DJ stepped off to the bathroom real quick but he screamed what so uh from, from the background but from uh, the background you know but uh so yeah. who are you rolling with and why I'm, I'm rolling with the Titans I think the Tennessee Titans uh, just have a tremendous running attack with Derrick Henry. And, like, I totally agree with you, right? And then their defense, although they're not, like, world beaters, they're not the greatest team, they are definitely a team that is not to be messed with. Like, they they can they, they can do it all. They, they're not, like, a, a, a specified, oh, we can stop them. Like, yeah. we, we're, we're no fly zone. Like, they just – the defense is – every week they have a different type of, like, mentality. You know, like, last year the Dolphins just got hella interceptions, especially with, like, saving Howard. And then second and quarter, yeah. And then, and then when you when, when you look at the Titans, it's just like this week we're stopping the run. This week we're not letting you pass the ball very good. This week we're just making you force like we're forcing a lot of turnovers. That's the one thing about this defense for the Titans that is really compelling towards me. Uh, but we can move on to the next game since we spent a good amount of time on this yeah. one. Uh, this next game we have is the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Seattle Seahawks. If Russell Wilson was still here as a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks and did not go down with a, a finger injury, I would 100% say the Seahawks. Yeah. And uh, Jacksonville, you know, they're coming off the bye. They just beat the Dolphins in London off of a miraculous win. I don't even want to talk about it too much, but uh, they just, uh, I don't know. Seattle's been competing in these games even without Russell Wilson. So I'm just going to go with the Seahawks just for the mere fact that you know, something's got to give, and they've been so competitive even with Russell Wilson being out. It's going to go over. To, it has to boil over in this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So lock me in for the Seattle Seahawks. All right. Well, I'm going to be brief. Go ahead. This is a battle of two of the worst defenses outside of Miami and the league. Mm-hmm. They are. They're the second. No, I'm, I'm agree with you. Go ahead. Keep, keep, keep going. <laughs> second and third worst stat defenses. Stat-wise. Yeah. Stat-wise, uh, as far as, like, yards allowed and, and all those stats go. Um. I just switched my pick. I'm going to roll with Jacksonville away. Duval. Shout out Duval. Uh, they have Trevor Lawrence. He's healthy. He's better than Geno Smith. And it's pretty much my only reason. DJ, what do you think? DJ. Literally, I just changed my pick as Austin was speaking yeah. his brilliant words that came out of his mouth. I'm picking the Jaguars. Oh, oh dude, I'm about lock well, in the only reason I picked the Jags is to make up ground on you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we're we're locking step on this one. All right. Because um, if I go down, you go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but just because, like you were saying, uh, you know, Jacksonville's been in close games, and stat-wise, you know, the – the Dolphins are the worst team in the league. Well, stat-wise, the Jaguars are a better team than the Seahawks. They put up more yards per game, and they give up less yards per game. So just going off stats and the fact that you said that Trevor Lawrence is the better quarterback than Geno Smith, if everything is an equal playing field, you're always going to turn to the quarterback. So why would I not pick the better quarterback in this situation? It's kind of bold. It's honestly kind of bold that you guys are saying a rookie quarterback, obviously number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, is better than Geno He's Smith. He's faced some good defenses, too, honestly. He hasn't looked bad. Don't get me right wrong. Now, he has not looked bad. Cardinals, Bengals, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, Tua went out. 
and you had a trade available for either two quarterbacks, which quarterback are you picking and why? Okay, well, it's a little more trick question-wise because, okay, Dolphins just drafted to it, right, like yeah. last year. And then you go no, and you everything, trade. No, everything and, aside from, yeah. you know, just based on your present team right now, if you were to just plug and play, not subtracting anybody or anything, if you were to just get rid of Tua and get uh, Trevor or, or Gino, Gino. That's a tough one. I'd honestly say, <laughs> is this like, okay, I'll, I'll say Gino Smith just for the mere fact. <laughs> That's good, man. He has way more NFL experience. Yes. Then he loses his job to Tebow. Uh, I'm not too sure. But, but yeah, but go ahead. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> you you got to see it in the point of experience, and like, I think he's doing well with the with the Seahawks. Um, they they they've literally lost by field goal in field each game. Goals. So Chris was saying from the distance in the bathroom because everyone needs to go to the bathroom while we record. Is that um, zero and two as well when you lost by a combined six points, which is losing by a field goal in each and every game. I mean, that is not bad performance, dude. You may be right, but one thing that Gina did that Lawrence will never do is got his jaw broken by his own teammates. So, <laughs> well, that is not on the football field. When he's on the football field, I take Gino Smith off the football field. You well, know. I mean that's, that that sucks. I mean, no one told this freaking Jets uh, no, linebacker at, to punch him in at the this face. moment. I realize. Why I like who I like and why you like who you like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. It's cool, dude. It's cool, dude. I like, I like, I like the fact that Gino has way more experience. Uh-huh. Trevor Lawrence, tremendous player. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's why it took me a while to actually answer because uh-huh. I was really like debating it in my head. And it all comes down for me was experience. Like, uh-huh. who do I want coming into my team that if I can plug them in, they can like start but, doing decent right away. Yeah, I take Gino Smith just but, for the mere fact that he's been around the league. He's been in a lot of offenses. It, with that comes. You know, okay, I can go here and I'll be fine. You know, Trevor Lawrence, you drop him in the Dolphins, he's going to be like, what? But speaking about the experience thing, he comes from a place where, you know, high-pressure games, I won't say the norm, but you were expected to win. Yeah, so he came from a place where he was expected to deliver in some high-pressure games. And you know what his head coach said one of the first weeks in the NFL? What's that? It's like you're playing Alabama every week. It, NFL is a different beast than, the, than, right. than the football and college football. Real quick, let's keep it moving. But before we do, Geno Smith, best year, 12 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. This one? Is it? Maybe it's fine. Trevor Lawrence is probably going to break. down there in South Florida. But <laughs> for the rest uh, of Trevor the Lawrence world, is probably going to break Peyton Manning's interception rookie record. So, so. he was on pace for it. Let's keep it moving. All right. We'll keep it moving. Next game we have is the New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. I think I think this is one of the first 4 o'clock games. Their last one was one of the first 4 o'clock games. Uh, aside from that, a this side one. Note. Go a, ahead, DJ. A side note. I know why you like Geno Smith so much. Oh, he's from, Here we go. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I just Google where he was is from, he, and he this fucker's from South Florida. So <laughs> hey, it's a, it, it runs deep in this guy's blood over here, right here. Hey but man, there's I'm nothing sorry. like I that South to, Florida yeah. football, man. I'm telling you right now. But Miramar High School, yeah, sure. Uh, but no, it, that that didn't go into account for yeah, it. No, but I'm like, just breaking your bones. <laughs> I know, but uh, realistically, like it, it's just an experience for me. But real quick, New England Patriots versus Los Angeles Chargers. This one. 
I want to go with the Chargers, just for the mere fact that I think they're the better team. They've been having a like a they've had a way better start to their season. Patriots are no slouch either, though. So like that's the one thing that's like kind of keeping me away from like picking the Chargers. But you know they had a big game last week against the Jets, but it's the Jets. Aside from that, it's just not looking good for the Patriots throughout this season. So uh, Where you going? Going with the Chargers. I have to go with the Chargers. Shout out to my boy Caesar. You know. I'm going with them boats. Yeah, what about I'm going, you, DJ? I'm going with the Chargers. Um, Can't blame you. Yeah. A lot of their players' success is dependent on my fantasy success. <laughs> so, I have to default be a Chargers fan. But mm-hmm. not only that, uh, their offense is almost unstoppable. And uh, their their defense is getting healthier as the season progresses. And the Patriots – as you alluded to earlier about the rookie quarterback situation, uh, you know, it's a rookie quarterback going mm-hmm. against some pretty good individual defensive players mm-hmm. in the Chargers. So, I don't know, man. I'm picking the Chargers. Just going yeah. with the gut. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Although, I do think Mac it's Jones. Surprised you didn't pick the Patriots to go against us. I feel like Matt, I, should, I probably should. Just Too late to, for that, bro. I try locked to, you in, dude. Just try the graphic get, get is more, in, dude. Just try to get more on DJ. <laughs> but no, I'm going with the Chargers. Although I do think Mac Jones and Justin Herbert are two quarterbacks you're going to be seeing a lot more of for the rest of their careers. I think they're going to be good going forward. And this will be a good uh, good battle of both Future. Them. Battle of the future. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're all rolling with Chargers here, though, nice. I think. All right. Well, real quick, we'll let DJ introduce us to this next game. DJ, take it away. Well, this next game is uh, NFC South battle. You have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions, going up against the New Orleans Saints, the reigning division champions, in the newly de- the newly named Caesars Palace. Uh. This game is one of those ones I've been going back and forth with you you guys. Uh, yeah. You know, we beat them twice in the regular season. They got us in the yeah, playoff the game, yeah. the game that really matters, in my opinion. Yes, sir. Uh, going into this game, I was going with the Buccaneers, but after watching the Monday night cast and seeing how Tom Brady has no respect for defensive players uh, and, uh, and a lack of a metaphor, I would say, I'm picking my Saints, and, you know, if I lose this one, I got another game to pick the Buccaneers in. But um, this is more so a heartfelt pick than an actual realistic analyst pick, and just figured I'd let that be known that I'm rolling with the home team more so than my football smarts are telling me to pick the Buccaneers. I can't blame you, man. The, the Buccaneers are a really good football team, and then so are the Saints. I mean, they haven't looked the greatest as of late, but – the defense is pretty well, and then the offense is pretty well. It's just like if you get both of those things working against Top this Tampa defense. Bay Buccaneers defense, uh, team, then, like, man, like, you guys may have a real shot at winning this game. But it's cool. like, it's like, man, it's so hard. It's just like yeah. the only way, like I said, is if they do it, like, if they both on all phases of the ball, they're, they're just clicking. And the chances of that are very slim, just like for any football team, not yeah. just your Saints. It's just like any football team. It's really hard. So – you know, the offense for the Bucs is always firing. The defense has been dealing with injuries for the Bucs. It's really, it's really close on this one. Uh, but well, the, before, you ahead, pick, before you pick, before you pick, I would 
care to mention that Scotty Miller and Antonio Brown are still out mm-hmm. as far as deep ball threats. Okay. And you know how uh, you know how Marshawn Lattimore likes to lock up Mike Evans. So mm-hmm. that should be uh, hopefully that persuade you a little bit more to come on this side because I see where you're going already. I don't know, man. I'm kind of inching over that way, man. <laughs> I don't know. Plus, plus, I mean, we're talking about it earlier. Demario Davis. Yeah. Huge player. Looks awesome. One of the best linebackers this year so far. I love that he wears his religion on his sleeve, too. Mm-hmm. That's another side note because I'm a – well, everybody's, you know, has their own faith. But uh, Demario yeah. Davis, I love that he wears it on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll with the Bucks in this one, though. Although, like, as much as I don't think the Saints are as good as the record shows, they actually are. Like, if this is another situation where, like, if you had a really good quarterback, like Drew Brees still there. Uh, if Drew Brees was here, I would no question what? say the Saints. Uh, I mean, Drew Brees, like, four four years ago. Yeah, three I was about to say. Even last year. Even last year. No, no, no went undefeated no, against him. No, 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 dude. Well, well he did, but as far as the physical eye test of yeah. Drew Brees, I oh, was for sure. over him for like sure. two years ago. For sure. But that's, for sure. And if you guys had some of your offensive weapons still, and Kamara, I have him on fantasy. He hasn't been great, honestly. Is Thomas coming back this week? Except for, I mean, last week he put up He's a buck 55 receiving, receiving. yards. Receiving. He yeah. can't run the ball, and the Bucks have one of the best running defenses yeah. as so. well, but – DJ, quick question: Is Mike Evans coming back this? Mike I mean, Thomas, Mike Thomas. He got. He, we he pl- they placed week. him off of IR last week, but he didn't like practice and participate. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping he practices this week so he can be available for next week. But there, the the Buccaneers secondary isn't what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. It's that interior pressure that Chris was alluding to yeah. Yeah. earlier that I'm more. They, so they can like, put a lot of pressure with, with with their defensive line from the Bucks on uh, Jameis Winston. Which is a key factor. I mean, if you get that pressure on Jameis Winston, he crumbles. I mean, that's the one thing about Jameis Winston that has He'll step up in the pocket and look up, look for nothing. Like, I'm like, why are you stepping up in the pocket and not throwing the ball away? Or why are you not dumping it down? The execution has to be, like, top tier. Like, zero little mistakes uh, for the the Saints to come out with this win. But that's why I'm going to go with the Bucs. But, man, I mean, it's. I hope it's a close one because I, I really like this seven matchup. I think mm. these two teams are really heavy hitters, especially in the NFC South. I mean, they're the top two dogs there. Uh, but moving forward, I mean, it's just – the Saints are in a roadblock right now, and the Buccaneers are in their way. So they need to find something to do to uh, advance that. I would say Jameis Winston is more in our way than the Buccaneers are. But that's another yeah. – <laughs> No I get what shot. you're saying, no but I'm shot. just like just James Winston's trolling right now, dude. I think I'm a. I mean, both defenses are pretty good. Like Saints are eight, Bucks are nine. Uh, Saints allow a bit more points than the Bucks do, which I don't know is probably why I'm leaning more towards the Bucks than anything. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers in this one. Brady's also leading the the league in passing right now. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Bucks. Um shout out to one of our faithful watchers, my good buddy Sean. He's a Buck, big Bucks fan. So hopefully uh he'll send us maybe a video or something we can play with him ranting about the Bucks, but <laughs> we would never own this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bucks look good and they're they're in the top 5 for turnovers. So James does like to turn the ball over. Yeah, man, and like I said as I started to begin this soliloquy uh, it's more so like a heartfelt pick more than anything like of course my football like I could have points to 
argue or defend the Saints. But yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, uh, they're a little bit more better. And plus, you know, I got nine games to play with. So <laughs> I'm going to try to, you know, be be with my boys and make mama proud. What's up, mom? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, mama? All right. Well, two of these next three games, I think, will go through pretty fast. So the first one of the three, we have uh, one of the later games. We have the Washington football team at the Denver Broncos. And uh, real quick, I'm just going to go with Washington on this one, just for the mere fact that Broncos have just not been who they they started off the season as portraying as themselves. Like they played some of the worst teams in the beginning of the season, and then they've actually played some decent competition, and they have not. But we apart. knew that though. Yeah. We knew once they got into their test, mm-hmm. how would they? That would be the true testament. Uh, I'm picking the Broncos to rebut against you a little bit, nice. but uh, you know, based on this on paper thing that I keep going back to for this segment, the the Broncos are the more complete team on offense and defense. The Broncos are giving up 335 yards a game, whereas the football team is giving up 416. Yeah. So the discrepancy in yards gained and yards allowed is is alarming. And also, I just need the Broncos' defense to perform for my fantasy purposes. <laughs> I mean, the defense has been top five so far in the NFL, which is pretty surprising to me, especially considering these two teams you would think Washington would be top five over Denver, but it's not the case. I don't think Taylor Heineke is very good. Uh, last time I checked, I think his QBR rating is like 47 or something. 45. Ter- for- yeah, there you go. So pretty bad. I'm a root. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to root for Denver. I'm going to go with Denver. Why <laughs> <laughs> you, Austino? I already picked Washington. I just Jeepers. think uh, they'll put it together. And it's another thing for me to put against you guys. Like, uh, Pick up some of that ground yes, Chris is talking about. Yes, we'll, go, we'll go over our records after this. Uh, these next two games. But next we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings for Sunday Night Football. And uh, make my pick real quick and easy. I'm going with the boys. Uh, I don't care if they have Dak or not. I think the Cowboys Whoa. are just a better team than the Vikings. Whoa. Yep. You say you don't care if they don't have Dak or not? I do not care. Well, that's the biggest reason why I have pause for this game. I mean, I'm picking the Cowboys for now because I assume Dak is going to play and he wants to play. But um, if you got um, what Cooper, I, Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, if you got Cooper Rush. Central Michigan. He, he doesn't even he doesn't even sound like a quarterback, but that's <laughs> enough. But his his play last year when Dalton went out gave me more than enough reason to pick the Vikings if Dak was to not play. But for the purpose of this video, I'm picking the Cowboys. But I wouldn't be game time in my yeah, exactly. decision. So I mean, today he practiced, and just for listeners' reference, today's Wednesday. I'm not sure when you'll listen to this, but we'll probably have it up by Thursday. Yeah. I mean, he looked, uh, he looked, they said he looked okay in practice today. So I, I'm assuming he's going to play. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. Nice. Clean sweep for the Cowboys, but DJ does have a conditional pick. If Dak is not playing, you're switching to the Vikings. Yes, sir. Correct. Chris, what about you? Well, uh, if he doesn't play, I might switch it to just based off of me, not trusting Cooper rush, but their run game is still pretty decent, but mm-hmm. I might switch it. For now, it's going to be the Cowboys. For now, Cowboys all across the board. But 
these two guys are scared that if Dak Prescott does not play, they're going to lose their game. Uh, I have no fear. I think they feel like have that's a good a, chance. feel like that's a righteous scaredness, though. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I, I really don't blame you, but I'm pretty confident in yeah. that. Uh, one, either Dak will play or that they'll play fine without him. Gotcha. Uh, next and last but not least, we have Monday Night Football. We have the New York Giants at the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think this is probably going to be pretty quick. But uh, I want to start off with Chris. Chris, what do you think about these two teams? I think both are disappointing in their own ways, honestly. Um, obviously, Kansas City losing record last in the division. Nobody, nobody probably saw that nope. coming. I'm still gonna roll with the Chiefs, nice. but uh, I thought the Giants were gonna take the next step this year, especially with the addition of Galladay. Although he's been hurt and banged mm-hmm. up the whole year. That's the one thing that's been holding back this Giants team is literally the injuries. Kadarius Tony been a better receiver than Kenny Galladay. Yeah, yeah. I'm so mad. Kenny Galladay literally has ruined one of my football. I think two of my fantasy football really? teams. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean that's unfortunate too, but I mean the whole if you look at it from Daniel Jones has been injured this year. Saquon Barkley has Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, Tony's been hurt, Evan Ingram's been hurt. So it's like Evan Ingram started the uh, season off injured. Exactly, and he's still questionable Saquon, going into the next yeah. game. They've they've had they've had like five people, six people go on IR for defense too. Although I think Jabril Peppers is coming mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. which I think is a big help for them, but not going to be enough against the Chiefs. Hopefully. Chiefs get back to where, you know, we're used to seeing them going, make it to 500 and start winning some games. It's good. It's a tough, it's a tough road for the Chiefs, especially after having this completely rough start. But I mean, if they lose this game, dude, it can go all downhill. But DJ, go ahead. You look eager. Uh, well, no, if they lose this game, that's definitely. Uh, I wouldn't call it a wrap, but it's there. definitely like. Uh, well, no, I'm just going off what uh, our colleague Chris just said here. Uh-huh. Every single injury other than uh other than the safety that you just mentioned. Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers. Everybody is on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs struggle is more so on their defensive side of the ball because they're still putting up 430 yards a game. Mm-hmm. They're still putting up 27 points a game. Although Patrick Mahomes has had more turnovers than he would like, it's still it's not like their offense isn't clicking. So for the mere, re- I'm picking the Chiefs for the mere reason that, you know, there you've been. I wasn't. I won't say I wasn't against the Chiefs to start the season, but I wasn't as high on the fork as everybody thought they was. Mm-hmm. And now that they're getting back down to the rest of the NFL reality, I just feel like the Giants are a wake up call. Like, whoa, hold on, what are we doing? Yeah, we're we're in the same breath as the New York Football Giants right now, yeah. like that. Just and doesn't that's, that's definitely some like reason for concern because you know the Chiefs have been to two consecutive Super Bowls. I think it's three straight uh, AFC, AFC championships. championships. So like yeah. you know you have these high expectations, and then in the middle, early on in the season, you're far from it. You you should be leading your division. You're not. You're you're dead last in the division actually. Like so that's that's just all more so the concern for this Kansas City Chiefs team. And like you know this. I wouldn't say the final nail in the coffin, but it, it it could be very close if they lose this game. That I being said, the final nail are they gonna? No, but they, they have the whole, whole long. As far season. as the perception of the Chiefs yeah. in totality, like you no matter DJ how many gets what games, I'm saying. It don't matter how many games you win. Like you could go on to win seven of the next ten games, but the fact that at your lowest you can get a 
rebound win against the Giants. Yeah. Um, that, that, yeah. DJ's literally getting what I'm coming from. Yeah. So I'm I am picking the Chiefs, but man, if they lose this game, it's gonna be tough for me to pick them throughout the rest of the season. Just yeah. for the mere fact that, man, like, what are you guys doing there, man? Like, how can you be going to all these like high like Three straight AFC championships, two straight Super Bowls, and your defense is not that good right now. Like, the what defense is going hasn't on? been healthy the whole year. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. Plus, like, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs play the Raiders twice, Chargers once, Broncos once, all divisional games. Pretty sure they're gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, they still have a lot of time. To they have a up. chance to make up ground in the in the division, but man, like, you do not want to be the Chiefs going into the no. playoffs as a low wild card seed. Penalties too, yeah, like killed them last week against the Titans, like. They had, I want to say it was six first downs that got called back because of penalties. Mm-hmm. So you fighting yourself, you fighting yourself in a football game isn't going to help equate to 100%. a victory. So I feel that. I mean, although, as you say, like, you wouldn't really want to be a wild card team if you're the Chiefs. I would want to play the Chiefs. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. So. But man, like, they just, they're just not looking like how they used to look. But, should be an interesting it, week, mm-hmm. don't you think? I think it's an interesting. I think it's week. gonna be an interesting week for sure. It's 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 one of the more interesting weeks uh this season. But that pretty much wraps up week eight game picks. But we could continue in the discussion, talk about anything else we probably didn't give enough light to. But real quick, let's go over our records going into this week eight. Uh, I am sixty nine and thirty eight, uh-huh. <laughs> and that puts me. Uh, that would put me at four out of tie, six. Tie for tie four. For yeah, four. tie for fourth out of six. Uh, who wants to say, share their record next? I'll go. I'll go next since I'm, you know, second in the totem pool here. Uh, seventy-two thirty-five. I started off hot last year. Did not finish very good. Hopefully, I can maintain my steady-ish. Uh projections throughout the year yeah, and week uh, six is really what killed you and you could yeah. be really close to dj if it had not been for week six uh week one was my worst week for sure eight and eight but besides that, i've been like 11 and 5 10 and 6 10 and 3 13 3 in that range but hoping to gain some ground although we had a lot of similar picks this week mm-hmm. so yeah. dj well, you know what they say? They save the best for last, and that's called the little champion right there. <laughs> Your boy is sitting at a healthy 80 and 27 through seven weeks of the season. And um, last week was my worst week of the NFL game pickers. I went nine and four. But it's some games, the games that I'm losing in the games, I wouldn't say like branch picks, but some mm-hmm. of the games are like, oh, I wouldn't be mad. Like, I can see it going either way, so mm-hmm. I would pick the uncommon side. Yeah. Which, you know, you you, you need to – not to toost the own horn, but you need that to get an undefeated season. You need mm-hmm. one of those games to swing your way. So, For sure. that's where we're sitting at over here. I can't blame you. Uh, but, yeah, Chris, like, uh, me, unlike you, have not – I haven't had a losing week. Come on, dude. I haven't had a losing week either. What are you talking about? I've been positive the entire time. Oh, you had a 500 week. Yeah, eight and eight. Dude. Yeah, but. No bueno, dude. Okay. I went 500, but I'm still in second. (laughs) I was just about to say. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. I'm just busting your chops, dude. But yeah, week eight, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting matchups, but there is, you know. Those games here and there are like okay, whatever. We we already know those games are not going to be that entertaining. Yeah. Yep. That pretty much wraps up week eight. Any final words, boys? 
Uh, I would like to point out one small thing on our humble abode of a website that we use to pick these games, NFLGamePicker.com. I don't know if fans have noticed or not, but you can donate to NFLGamePicker.com as well. It's at the bottom of the website. It's a free site that lets you predict the winners of NFL games with your friends, coworkers, whoever the heck you want to play football with. And we all know ads suck. <laughs> Nobody likes them. My man Steve will never put them on this site. So he appreciates it. If you uh, consider making a donation, keep the old lights on and keep things running <laughs> around here. And uh, so far, we're about 25% of our way to uh, his goal for the year. Um, and you can also donate to the site and you can buy coffee for one of our NFL game pickers as well. So I just wanted to point that out to people listening, watching, however you consume your NFL game picker information. Uh, make that, podcast, podcast, however it is. Exactly. So just wanted to make people aware of it. Anything else you guys want to add? Other than I let Steve win by one point last week, you're welcome. Oh, in fantasy? DJ, yeah, DJ's referring to our fantasy football league. Uh, I think next week we'll, we'll 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 disclose some information from the league in uh. terms of stats and records and all that stuff since it's pretty much a good midpoint of the yeah. season. Uh, but that pretty much wraps up week eight. I appreciate you guys watching, and so do these guys. So uh, thank you very much for sticking around, and uh, see you guys next week. Later. Later.